transmitting to you from Old Heart Radio. Fucking bits. Alright. Is that gonna be cut out or resync with it? I don't know. We're gonna find out. The passion, Rick, start up. The passion of the matinee edition. The passion, <laughs> passion of J. Ram. <laughs> Hello, you dear, dear, subtle. Said, uh, sometimes listeners. off and on listeners. <laughs> I imagine you're out there. Uh, Please, be out this there. is ah, matinee edition. <laughs> <laughs> is that a, was that Rick from Rick and Morty? <laughs> welcome to welcome to uh, matinee edition. After years and years of your standard drug and alcohol abuse, <laughs> this is what you get. <laughs> you should look at him. <laughs> you should look at him. This is why I do a podcast and not a video. Yeah. <laughs> what did you say a while back? Crow's feet since age 12. So true. The, um... So fucking true. Either way, matinee edition, I'm just going to throw this out there, number 32. Woo-woop, I yes. was about to say. I was hoping someone remembered. I checked it before I came here. Uh, we have a litany of nonsense for you, as we always do. Um, Lucas, what do we, uh, what do so we have? What we're gonna, we we're today? gonna start off, we're gonna start off with, uh, it's... I'm sorry. I'm killing, sorry. The, killing the momentum. It's the, uh, it's old heart way, though. The old, the old heart way. Killing the conversational momentum. <laughs> um, so this is sort of a non-story, but it's interesting to think of, and I have some descriptions here. Um, Colin Trevorrow, mm-hmm. who was originally slated to direct what would eventually become The Rise of Skywalker. Oh. He... And he's also responsible for, I, want, I think, Jurassic World, the first one. Oh, jeez. Yeah, so, I mean, like, the first one's fine. The <laughs> second one is bad. The first one is, like... Yeah, but saying the first one's fine is, like, saying... It's, like, it's like holding up a piece of shit to a rose to, and saying the rose is fine. It's like holding up a piece of shit to Jurassic Park. Yeah, and that's why I mean, like, the rose is obviously Jurassic Park. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, his original script for... Star Wars Episode Nine yeah. was supposedly leaked and confirmed by a handful of inside sources okay. as the original plan. He made a movie called The Book of Henry that was supposedly so bad. Was that the I name haven't of the seen movie? it? Yeah, that was the name of a. Uh, it was the name the of episode some... episode nine that he wrote. No, oh. <laughs> no, no. He made a movie in like 2016 <laughs> or 2017 called The Book of Henry okay. that was that so bad more, that makes f- way more sense. They fired him, threw out his script, and restarted, which is why. <laughs> Which is why the uh, the Rise of Skywalker has that sort of disjointed feeling. It's because it was pumped out. That makes written, way more sense, though. Written and shot in two and a half years. Ooh, okay. Like, so, and it was delayed by six months. Most why? people don't realize that. It was supposed to be a June movie. That That's crazy that, like, they would have that rocky of a yeah. production for, for, not Jurassic World, for Star Wars. <laughs> for Star Wars. And then, but, like... Not acknowledge that they're like not giving it the proper time and care. Like yeah. it's a fucking delicate it's, property. It's man. Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, like, did, did you catch disclaimer. any glimpses of it or anything? Or any, like, um, did you I actually have notes here. Oh shit! Somebody, uh, somebody broke down the big points here. So, um, let's let's note that we knew, we can't forget. This dude's made such a bad movie. They threw out his script. So, <laughs> <laughs> so like, the bones actually sound cool. Mm. But it could have, like, cool ideas yield bad movies sometimes. Fair enough. <laughs> so, the title was Duel of the Fates. Okay. Which is interesting. Good callback. Uh, Rose Tico was a main character, properly. Uh, Coruscant was a major destination. Cool. And it was supposedly, like, 
the surface had been like fucking wiped out. Buildings were abandoned. Whoa. Anybody that spoke against the First Order and Kylo were getting murdered in the streets. Oh, man. So and, okay. that would have been cool. In an attack on Coruscant, Chewbacca flew an X-Wing while Lando flew the... <laughs> Lando and his co-pilot from... Uh, from the oh, from, from Return of the Jedi, yeah, yeah, yeah. flew the Falcon. What's his name? He was actually in the one of the in the yeah, movie. Yeah, he was. But they were gonna fly the Millennium Falcon, and Rose, Finn, and BB-8 and Poe stole a Star Destroyer and attacked the First Order. <laughs> okay, that's a little bit outlandish, yeah. personally. It's a bit outlandish, but at the same point, at the same time, like, hey, like, <laughs> what giant you ice spiders outlandish? Yeah, what like? Uh, it sounds fucking. It sounds so, weirdly entertaining. Yeah, yeah. The I mean, whole, that, like a battle of Coruscant would be a cool callback to yeah. you to like the Dark Empire trilogy, and that sort of stuff. And shit like that. So, and the, and some of the sequel books that happened. Yeah. There was a big like the last Imperial stronghold was on Coruscant, yeah. and it was the most difficult thing. Which for, makes sense. Yeah, and so, so the ghost of Luke haunted Kylo the entire movie, and at one point Yoda, and um, Yoda and Ewan McGregor as Obi Wan showed up to try and sway Ben back to the light and he supposedly obliterated their essence and is just he has no redemption arc in this. Shit. Um Pal well, yeah. Yeah. Uh Kylo Ren finds a Sith holocron that shows a shows a message from Palpatine. Palpatine is not alive. And then the like it He's not him, alive? He's not alive. Oh, Kylo is the big bad. And okay. he's not redeemed. Interesting. And he, um, so his, the Holocron off, after the message happens explodes, severely burns Kylo Ren's face, fucks so he <laughs> actually has to wear a mask. He fucks up his face. Yeah. Um, Ray is kept a nobody, which was the best part of The Last Jedi, in mm. my opinion, that made they the Force miss Oh, you mean again. like they didn't, yeah, they didn't spoilers announce her that she's Palpatine? Yeah, Palpatine well, I mean, like. Or, or a Skywalker. A Skywalker. I don't know why, I just don't know why they, like, let her use that, and they, like, just take that name. It didn't make sense to me. It, anyway. Yeah, it felt anyway. forced. Um, Kylo Ren threw and tried to destroy Darth Vader's helmet, mm. but then the helmet released the Force Ghost of Vader. Oh, shit. Which then kicked Kylo's ass. What? Anakin Skywalker <laughs> just kicked his ass. Was it played by, do you think it would be played by, uh, what's his fucking I his face? <laughs> It, they, I don't like they, sand. Ray had a red double side lightsaber that was made from the Kyfer crystal of Luke's, of, uh, of Anakin's. Uh, I, I read that she like after learning the, like the healing power of the Force, she actually used that power to like yeah. to rebuild that Kyfer crystal. So. Yep, and then so it, and then supposedly the final battle took place on Mortis, mm. which is. A big thing from the Clone Wars as this sort of world that has a connection to an ethereal plane of the Force. Okay. And there's actually, this is where this sort of becomes legit to me, is there's a, da the dagger from this movie, mm -hmm. from, from the Rise of Skywalker, it yeah. was heavily theorized it was the dagger Mortis. The dagger of Mortis. And it what is, the hell is a that? weapon it, from the Clone Wars that is the only thing that can kill a being that has become so insanely powerful in the Force that they nearly become one with it. Hmm. So it's used in the Clone Wars to kill this like ethereal dark side god that's coming up. Fuck. Yeah. So like Star Wars: The Clone Wars, the animated show did some crazy shit, and yeah. it was like that string of episodes is kick ass. Fair enough. So I, like uh, that's the, and that blade in the moot in the Rise of Skywalker hmm. 
it's like it's the fucking it's the fucking dagger. Like they just don't acknowledge it. Yeah, well, that, I mean, it makes that makes sense. Like, yeah. why would they bring up like a dagger in both things? Like, yeah, it feels like it was a prop, and they were like, "Oh, we can make this a MacGuffin." <laughs> like it's and but a cool callback, and like this is that sort of it sounds like you're like I'm reaching here, but it's a cool callback to something that a lot of like diehard Star Wars fandom really fucking loves. Yeah, and in this, I guess in this case, it, Kylo doesn't die but he gets consumed by the rage of the dark side. Hmm. And it ends with Rey going off to lead a gray Jedi following and sort of find the true balance because she realizes, I guess it ends with her having some kind of weird debate with the Force ghosts about like uh, how light eventually takes over, but then dark shows up and fucks them up. And yeah, so on and so forth. It's a never-ending cycle, so might as well meet in the middle and establish something better. Interesting. Well, I mean, that's kind of like obviously your direction at the end of the movie, anyway. So yeah. you do see some, and you do see some of those like little aspects. You yeah. Can, you, that 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 would have been an interesting movie. It I feel like it's definitely of, writing more off the Last Jedi. Yeah, I think so. But I also think it sounds <coughs> kind of kind of like equally as outlandish as as the movie as the Rise of Skywalker, uh, which is, I mean, they're both. It, it's hard to tie up. It's hard to tie up something like Star Wars. Yeah. Like the Skywalker saga. Saga, which I think it was just like a really convenient. They, they. I don't think that was planned. No. To, uh, either no, no, way, no. either. I don't think they were planning on like calling this the Skywalker saga. They probably would have kept it going with the same else, characters you know? if the last Jedi had a better response. Yeah, but I, I think that like they ended up like needing to end it because of like that. They, they just yeah. like the, the the waning popularity of it. Yeah. That would have been a fucking cool, like, an interesting movie though. Imagine all, that. Almost like the idea of like those characters stealing a fuck, hijacking a fucking star destroyer. Star destroyer. It's just like that. That that. Well, and, and all of, like the Star Wars universe. That's the thing that goes too far for once me. Again, <laughs> once again, though, this is actually something interesting. Um, shout out to that tap calf transmissions that I've been listening to. Uh, mm -hmm. The Star Wars book club for the extended universe stuff. Mm -hmm. I've just been listening to their episode. I guess that's a big thing when the when the new when the new alliance of planets or whatever the fuck happened after the rebels one mm. came together they didn't have time to manufacture ships to defend themselves against the last fragments of the empire makes sense so they just hijacked a bunch of star destroyers <laughs> so like <laughs> I was like oh fair enough it's one of those things that like if this script wasn't written by somebody who is now considered an objectively bad director. Fair. Like, I can see the bones there. In the hands of somebody talented, that would be a kick-ass movie. Maybe. It, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. Give it to John Favreau. Yeah, give it, yeah, just give everything he did to great John, at the Mandalorian. Just, just give everything to John Favreau, let him start it, and then, like, hand it, off. hand it off to other people. Because whatever he whatever he seems to start, at least, like, yeah. works out. Supposedly turns out pretty well. He's the he's the golden boy. J.J. Abrams uh, used to be like that. Yeah, I think he's kind of yeah. waning right now. JJ's, JJ's got I think some, like... J.J.'s going to fall into a producer role pretty soon. I think so. Uh... But he's got, I mean, like, I've always, like, ever since he popped up on the scene as a director, like, yeah. like with, it's that, like, Lost. Yeah. And then Star Trek. There's that, I mean, I, like, that whole, like, 8 millimeter, uh, eight, millimeter. Eight, 16 millimeter, whatever that fucking movie was, it was, like, a really, it was, like, one of, like, his first, like, kind of bigger sci-fi movie. I don't uh, know. It was, like, uh, about a group of kids who basically, like, ended up, like, accidentally, like, f finding a fucking alien that was being transported or some shit, and, Weird. like... Anyway, it's a pretty cool movie, uh, but 
But ever since that shit, like, you've always been, like, you expect good work from J.J. Abrams, and as he goes on, I think he's just kind of getting, like, not necessarily less lazier, creative. but just less creative. <laughs> I feel he like... still has his, like, he still has certain things, like, certain elements that he, uh, of his, like, personal directing style yeah. and shit that you see, but a lot of his stuff just Lens seems, like... Lens flares. Yeah, it just seems, like, big, like, I don't know. He, I feel like, I feel like J.J. Abrams has never made an objectively bad film. No, I don't think he's made, like, bad films. I feel like, say what you will about The Rise of Skywalker, mm. I, feel I feel like, like a lot of that was out of his hands. And yeah. it was very obviously rushed. So, take what you will. Yeah. I will say The Force Awakens is a true testament to what that dude can do. Well, and that and that and that's kind of my point. Like, uh, I feel like he gets wrapped, he's gotten wrapped up, as a good director, he's gotten wrapped up in the big industry cycle. Yep. And now, like, he's being forced upon these bigger movies. Because they're like, J.J. Abrams could do it. He's yeah. made great sci-fi movies. Did you actually, <laughs> do you see him and his son are writing a Spider-Man comic right now? Oh, uh, that's cool. They did, I, I, thought it, I, I thought I read that somewhere, yeah. Yeah, it's, um, the first issue is fucking nuts. Like, yeah. Mary Jane gets stabbed right away. But they have a kid, and Peter loses an arm. But. And Peter, gi- <laughs> Peter gives up the Spider-Man mantle. Interesting, and it's it's fucking it's fucking crazy. There is a Spider-Man thing like kind of going comic wise that I want to check out. It's like a, like it's like Spider-Man, but when he like act, if he actually aged like in real time from like the sixties or whatever when he did. He's a decrepit old man. Yeah, so like even well, I mean his aging is kind of like a, probably a little slower, I imagine. But like even like in his nineties, how he's like you know probably he's like a, past his midlife. You know, hip, he's like his hips but are he's going still, out. Like, you know, having to like he has to like bust out the costume to like fight somebody in his like older age and shit like that. It actually seems pretty funny. I just imagine no other uh no other villains springing up. There's no young guns. It's all just the old men duking it out eventually. Everybody still wants their revenge on Spider Man for yep. fucking them over. Uh, yeah, well, spe- I mean, speaking of Spider-Man, yeah. though, like, this, we, there's Morbius. been an, an interesting tie there. <laughs> Morbius, man. What like, the fuck? what the fuck is going on I there? knew it was coming, but I thought it, I didn't realize it was filming. So, I thought it was going to be canceled. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I did too. I straight up, like, that was one of those movies that I was just like, as soon as that this idea got never pitched, gonna happen. they were like, yo, let's do that. And then they, like, realized that shit was not popular. Yeah. <laughs> But I'm so surprised by that, though. Yeah, uh, they got the, the charismatic Leto, yeah. appearance of Jared Leto. He looks, yeah, he looks like they just basically washed the paint and the tattoos off of him from the Jer- from the Joker costume and just like put him on set. And, like, he looks put, like put his thirty like seconds of Mars hair on. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. He, I really hope that they like play a thirty seconds to Mars song in this, dude, just to fuck around. He's, you know, he's gonna have like a like the they're gonna write like a, at least one song for the soundtrack. <laughs> oh yeah, which will still come out on CD. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it'll why. be it'll be at rainy day. It'll be right next to Real Big Fish. Uh, <laughs> uh, the, um, but yeah, okay. Take what are your takeaways from that fucking thing? That trailer. Uh, I'm nearly indifferent towards it, except for the. Uh, rip of Sam Raimi's Spider-Man costume from in Spider-Man PS4 yeah. with murder written across it, which yeah. dead straight, that is a piece of promotional art for a downloadable content costume you can get in that game. It's just the still. Yeah. I think I have that costume in the game. Yeah, yeah. It, it's just <laughs> a still, and they with murder written across it, and then also 
uh, Michael Keaton showing up at the end as Vulture. Fair enough. So that that that's like, or evil three, Birdman. It's like what like three different types of tie-ins. Well, no. I guess a couple. So like you got you got, heavily, you got the MCU tie-ins with obviously Michael Keaton and the murderer thing. Yeah, because that's that, a that very was, that's a very decisive thing. Yeah. Why do you think they used like I mean why the Sam Raimi why that why that that Sam Raimi I feel like it's though? like an artist rendition of Spider Man yeah. you know and well, they're just they're just, just like a cool nod yeah it's like a cool nod it's not like they'll probably explain it away in some promotional piece about yeah. how it's some artist yeah. some, like really detailed graffiti of his <laughs> Spider Man costume fair enough I mean I feel like you can't pick bones about that I think it's awesome that they did that yeah but it, like I like yeah, yeah, I can like, guarantee you can't be like oh uh, that's not MCU <laughs> I can guarantee you Tobey Maguire fucking tugboat isn't gonna show up dude that'd be so fucking funny though if they did like be I would I would love it if they if they eventually. I mean, well, and this and this is what Dude, I feel like they, I would, could, I would, they could do with Spider-Man coming up is like actually Spider-verse. do a, sp- a potential live-action Spider-Verse. My play. only if Tobey Maguire shows up, mm-hmm. um, I I want him to have still not paid the rent. Pete's time. Where, <laughs> where's my rent? <laughs> so I read the ones that like Bruce Cam Bruce Campbell was in all three of those movies. Yeah. And he is he like his role was like the only character that ever like he did like some of the most important things yeah. for Spider Man in those three movies. He named him in the first movie because Spider Man wanted to be called like the Human Spider or something. Yeah, yeah. And he's like that's fun. That ain't sexy. Like, Spider Man, you know. Like, <laughs> like, uh, yes, it's a human spider. In the in the second movie, Peter Parker was trying to get into the fucking movie theater to see Mary Jane. And yeah. He was just like, no, man. You can't come in. He was like, so th- he was the only person to actually stop Spider Man in all three of those movies. <laughs> like, oh jeez. He's just like, no man, no. Nah. And then the third one, he was in the elevator, right? Yeah, the third one I think it was kind of a wa- kind of a watch. And then the fourth one that never happened, he was supposedly gonna be Mysterio. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, the leaked concept art has him very specifically in it. That'd be fucking crazy, man. Yeah. Uh, but okay, so so that Morbius trailer though. <laughs> so, was he in it? No, he wasn't in okay. it. He wasn't in it. That would be fucking incredible. <laughs> um, but, like, why do you think they're going with Morbius? Like, that, that's that's so, my biggest fucking, like, question mark. Before, I do not care about that character before we whatsoever. Were, before we start recording, you brought up a great point, mm-hmm. and it relates to Blade. Oh, yeah, okay, Go for fair it. enough. Like, Go for so, it. I mean, that was, like, my only, like, potential thought, was that, like, with that off offhand, I mean, not offhand, but, like, with that, like, really random announcement of bringing Blade Right back, at the end of the press conference. Which, which, yeah, which seemed just, like, so jammed, it just seemed jammed in there. Yeah, which, well, because I mean, it's like, very early on in development, yeah. it appears. And I'm, like, not knocking it. I'm super excited about that, because, like, Blade was fucking crazy. Like, okay. crazy cool when I was... Cottonmouth, like, who's excited. Fuck, <laughs> I mean, like, I, like, if they do it right, it'll be so choice. Yeah, but, Herschel but, Ali is a phenomenal actor. But, like, where the fuck was that from? And then all of a sudden you see the, that Sony's going ahead with not only, like, their Venom 2 yeah. after, like, the mild success of Venom, yeah. but now they're expanding into their, their Spider-Man territory so, with, like, other characters like Morbius? I wouldn't be surprised if their if they're endgame, per se, <laughs> is to um, make a fucking, like, Sinister Six movie. Watch them crank out Morbius yeah. that maybe announce... Like not 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 a Mysterio because Mysterio it'd be too they that would be bad yeah. for them because it's already been used. I mean, but, you could do, you, like, yeah. they've got Vulture. Yeah, they're gonna well, have Morbius. They're gonna Sinister Six. You got yeah. You you, you, you like, most likely want the Green Goblin. Yeah, somewhere, Green Goblin somewhere, somewhere in, in there. there. 
I mean, they already introduced, like, a mild shocker into the fucking MCU. Which he's still alive, I think. I think so. And, um, uh, Scorpions in Homecoming. Yeah. Um, Which would be cool to see advanced. Yeah. Throw, like, Hobgoblin in there or something. Like, like throw throw some assortment of characters, and then I wouldn't be surprised if they try and hand it off to Marvel. Yeah. Or sell it for just a fuck ton of money. Without, I mean, that could be. I mean, and and you know, these these Sony movies still have that like you know, asso- in association with Marvel Studios yeah. stamped on them. I so saw so I saw a meme like that was like the in association with Marvel, and then it was just like son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> they so, still I gotta mean, put that up. It make just it makes sense to use Morbius as a way as a gateway to Blade. Yeah, just I mean, because of the vampire aspect. But like, yeah. I mean, it just seems so just. I don't know. I just, is Morbius ever really a good guy in the comics? I feel like he's... Uh, I, I don't know much about it. Like, like, I am so... I'm familiar with Morbius from the 90s cartoon. I don't know where mostly. they're going to... I don't know where and, they're going to go with this. And I feel like that mostly the character has been an, anti, an anti-hero. Yeah. In, like, in the way of, like... Having that conflict of like you know thirst for fucking blood, not well, like not he's being even, like, an inherently fl- bad person. Yeah, and I feel like it, it, like he's not even like a real vampire. In a way, it's like if I'm recalling um, correctly, he's a living vampire. Yeah, it's like he's like scientifically altered his fucking genes to like have to do I don't know to kind of be a vampire. Yeah. It's, it's, I don't know. Also like also sparkles. like what's with that like what's with that like purple mist that follows him like like fucking night, like, night, nightcrawler like, nightcrawler status. So, I don't fucking know, man. Like that was I like, think the, I think the most interesting part of that very edgy trailer very edgy very edgy yeah um was when they were diving into these almost horror looking stuff yeah and, and like the character him, itself and him looking him having like transformed mm-hmm. I was like that is interesting but I'm uh, yeah like they got a good close up of the face that yeah. looked really cool but what about like the full fucking cop like wh- what about the full outfit like costume what about the full outfit like yeah. I, I need to see something like that because I, well, I, I, I mean that's yeah. cool that's one thing to get like good fucking makeup and the yeah. cgi on his face and shit but i don't know we'll, we'll, we'll hold our breath for the fucking for that it's like, one of those like i don't, I don't I'm, I'm i don't i'm not overtly excited it I, falls in listen it, from, i still haven't seen venom from the from the ranking <laughs> of new mutants to avengers endgame it definitely falls closer to new mutants yeah fair enough <laughs> if if anything just barely above it but well uh, yeah fair enough uh um speaking of just like really quick um just to knock out the rest of this marvel shit i have one more yeah, yeah. uh i heard that the director of doctors the doctor strange sequel dropped yes out um due to, like, derrickson scott derrickson yeah. yes i saw that um and i remember watching that press like the original it was a bit release awkward. of that yeah where he was like we're making a horror movie and, and the kind of was, like, was like we're making a mildly scary movie yeah <laughs> dude i sort of detected that apprehension yeah. i'm i'm not surprised neither am i i was but i was just i, I was i'm i don't know i just thought that they would a creative be, vision that aggressive yeah is like bound to clash with Feige. Feige, he's back. You don't want to fuck with Feige. Feige will fuck you up. <laughs> uh, take your movie away from you. Feige will take your movie. God damn that greedy bastard! Uh, don't you won't even be able to have weekends. <laughs> at least, at least Sony's able to have weekends. All we'll have are fucking Morbius and Venom sequels from now on. Oh, we won't get anything else if we piss off. Feige, what? What okay? if the next? What if the next big like Phase Five Marvel 
Venom 2, Morbius 2, Venom 3, Carnage 1. Like, <laughs> we're like fuck. Everybody Garbage. Like, the, the audience would just be like booing. Uh, terrible. Terrible. Uh, but Marvel's doing fine. Marvel's what, doing what, fine. What I'm really like interested in at the moment, this week has been pretty fucking DC heavy in my opinion. So, Mostly because I finally watched Joker. There's that. But there's been like I just want to knock out like there's a couple of random things like uh, Birds of Praise is coming up and though I'm definitely going to like if it pops up on you know uh, Apple TV sometime soon yeah I'll fucking like I'll probably watch it Apple TV uh, if it pops up on my my HBO which will probably that's where I'll go I'll watch it then but they actually have like a like black mask on black mask now they have like a pretty they have a solid r rating on their fucking movie and it looks like it's meant to be adult fun yeah which like was the 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 thing that got deadpool i think off the ground yeah was like it definitely was like violent and funny and yeah. you know just this might try to capitalize on that. Yeah, I think so. I feel like the rated the rated R superhero mm-hmm. like trend. Mm-hmm. It like and we'll get to the end of this later, but it was like Daredevil, not a movie, but I would say falls into the probably rated R category. First season, you see Wilson Fisk like take a dude's head off with, with a, a car fucking door. door dude. <laughs> it's you're, you're, yeah, nuts. Like, like it's violent as shit. It's so fucking gnarly. Yeah. Daredevil happened. Deadpool was like, oh, we can make some morbid comedy out of this. Yeah. Logan showed up was like we're going to do Wolverine correctly yeah. and make him the brutal motherfucker that, he is in the comics we watching that movie man that movie's fucking brutal dude it's, like it's dude that shot where he's like where <sighs> Professor X is having a seizure and everybody's seizing oh yeah and he's walking through and there's yeah. a dude in the doorway and just goes up through his jaw oh. it's like <laughs> Whoa! Dude, just some of the, like the Hugh Jackman on Hugh Jackman fights where just, where just, where they're just tearing <laughs> each other fucking gnarly too like yeah just, just I actually saw something rage. recently about how that um, the the X twenty four yeah was supposed to heavily resemble Sabretooth. Oh, enough to piss off Wolverine. That would okay. that that like I mean you can see it now yeah, that like in, that's in hindsight that's cool. The uh, um, and then like now we're getting like Birds of Prey, which is really still trying to capitalize off the Deadpool stuff. I think it looks so. like it looks and sort of do like heightened Suicide Squad. Yeah, which is. Probably what Suicide Squad should have been from the get go. Which then we'll talk about Joker in a minute. Which remind which brings brings me to that though. Like is Suicide Squad? Do we have a rate? Did they release a rating on uh, that? Dude, I wouldn't be surprised if it's gonna be R. I mean, if like, uh, that, it well, should that's, be. That's what I mean. If this movie's mildly successful, I feel like that. Like with the success of Joker, on top of that, they might just keep Fuck. steamrolling into now that I'm direction. Thinking, like Suicide Squad, the boys. Yeah. Like, the boys could... The boys was instantly fucking popular, too. Yeah. Like, that dropped, and, like, people ate it the fuck up. Yeah. And I'd be like, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if Suicide Squad tries to pull some of the boys. Yeah. But, um, like... That's an interesting point, man. We're gonna, we're gonna mention, Black Mask has a black mask. Yeah, yeah. So, and I have it on my phone right now. And, like... It looks... Like a black mask that's exactly. a skeleton. Exactly. Which is like... It looks which more is, like Taskmaster than Taskmaster. It kind of does. <laughs> uh, that was going to be my point. It looks more like Taskmaster. Uh, but it's just kind of cool to like, you know, like, because I was thinking that when they first released it. I was like, why the fuck doesn't Ewan McGregor have a goddamn mask on? Uh, yeah, which is like really all of it, all black mask is like, that's his only like costume thing. He's, a, he's a crime really. boss that wears a black mask. Yeah. And- 
dresses homeless people up is, like Batman and tortures and them. And is absolutely fucking psychotic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so, I don't know. I feel like that. I, I, it might end up being a mild success, and it might give, like, some... I feel like we're lightening up on Birds of Prey. I I am as I go because yeah. I'm I'm getting as it, as more is getting gotten released about it, the less stupid it looks. Yeah. Because it looks like dude, it, it kind of reminds me of some of their other properties. Like I'll like, watch it on a matinee on a five dollar Tuesday. There you go. Here we go. I, I'm not going to the theater to watch it. Really? No, for five dollar Tuesdays? Ah, fuck nah. <laughs> <laughs> they just disdain. And yeah. sort of just bitterness. DC has DC has failed me at the theater enough times. I'm not gonna go to fucking see a movie until I've like had enough faith that they'll make good ones. That's my th- that, like. That's not. I'm not like right. straight up, dude. Like, Aqu- I didn't that's go see point. Aquaman was fucking long. It was like it felt long and like too family friendly for like to be yeah. a good a great movie. Uh, Shazam was definitely like it was cool for what it was, but it was definitely a family movie. Yeah. And Joker was probably the only one. Joker was probably the yeah. only goddamn movie that was worth going to see that DC's made. DC yeah. slash Warner Brothers. I gotta stop not always calling DC. I mean, DC. The D- yeah, Whatever. It, Fuck it. Like, they're one and the same, but, like, yeah. The, um... Uh, do you want to do, you wanna do infinite, talk about, yeah. infinite Earths or yeah. the Joker? Uh, you just, we can just chug through the Infinite well, Earths stuff yeah. and just devote well, the rest of the it, podcast to Joker. Kind of. Because, like, they all play into each other because I feel yeah. like Joker's part of this. Like... Uh, in in that whole like weird crossover event that the the annual crossover event that the CW, CW. shows do, they act, they, they, they all went. of a sudden made they themselves went. worth their while. They went like fuck. Yeah, people have stopped watching us. Which is like which is what, what's bizarre about it is that like obviously using the Flash is a great conduit because the Flash is like the, one of the only characters that can tr- like cross dimensions. Um, yeah, which so, I think I watched a. Like a little video of sort of the sort of like I'd say the highlights of the first episode. Mm-hmm. Looked like they found a way to like beam people between dimensions. Yeah, I mean, they, like they, all they, Oliver Queen died in the first episode, so there's some balls there. Yeah, like he became like the Spectre or something. Yeah, like that he became the, the series, Spectre, which is he, like a very Hal Jordan kind of move. There was but. a very there was a very strange moment in that first episode where mm-hmm. like like the that Earth is getting attacked and they're pulling people off of it to another one, mm-hmm. and it just goes at the end. Like, at the end of the episode, Oliver Queen's extra 30 seconds allowed the evacuation of another billion people off that planet before it was destroyed. It's like, fuck. Like, that's that's some stakes. <laughs> yeah, dude, high stakes. Uh, but they accidentally, like, so they, they crossed over, they officially crossed over uh, their fucking television and, yeah. uh, like, Ezra movies, Miller right? showed up as the so Flash. Like, I, I, I do love, I watched that scene, and it's sort of funny how they, like, touch each other's suits. And yeah. Ezra Miller's like, wow, yours looks so comfortable. And the other one's like, wow, your suit looks very safe. Yeah, Grant, <laughs> like, I think it's, it's Grant Gustin, I think. Yeah, yeah, something like that. So he's been holding down that fucking Barry Allen title for a while. Yeah, it's like, uh, it's like season six now or something? Yeah. And I mean, like, I, to be honest, he's like a, he plays a fine, like, young Barry Allen, yeah. in my opinion. Better than Ezra Miller. Better, better than Ezra Miller, for sure. Which is like, that's the, like, the strange thing about, like, the, the Flash... The studio Flash, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what you, like. Uh, Snyderverse. Yeah, the Snyderverse Flash. Because like, go. I just don't. I don't know. They didn't. There's no build up there, and I know that there's a movie coming out in the future. Do, do you know which what? will be an obvious way of of either breaking or adding di- like different parallel Earths yeah. because they're going to be branching off of the Flashpoint storyline. So Ezra Miller's Flash fades away at the end of that scene. Yeah. And he's saying, and as he's fading away, he goes, "I gotta go," but uh. 
goes, this is crazy. I, and as he's fading, he goes, I, I knew, I told Victor that this was possible. And I'm like, oh, fuck. So they get, they're going to touch Cyborg in the Flash movie then? Cyborg's going to become the Morbius for the Warner Brothers universe. Oh, Christ. Oh, we, we, won't, we won't see it coming, but they'll actually pull that production off. <laughs> By the end of the year? Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, my God. Uh, the CGI looks like garbage. But it was just it was, a, it was an interesting thing because Marvel has not been so far. They have not been bold enough to to connect big and small screens. And yeah. so th- this like, was like really... They've overtly against it, it feels like. Yeah. Until. Yeah, yeah. Until, until like uh, Disney Plus stuff comes out, they're gonna yeah, which will be the first big move. Yeah. And I think and that was one of the driving reasons behind DC Warner Brothers is whatever you want to call them. They're yeah. their most recent like drop like they need to draw interest exactly. I think in this case first they want to draw first blood in that multiverse uh, kind of thing. Too. They want they want to draw they want to draw multi first blood. <laughs> oh, I hate what. I hate uh, <laughs> but but which is like what WandaVision is supposedly gonna be yeah. really kind of like showcasing in a way like start like and Doctor Strange. That. Yeah, exactly. So, it's interesting that they did that Breaking now. Breaking news, not a horror movie. And there's like, but it, the other aspect of that like whole crossover event that that's ha- that that's happening was like the introduction of various Earths. Yeah. Which were there was like established Doom Patrol, as canon. There's yeah. Titans. There's yeah. Swamp Thing. And then there's the Green Lantern like Earth. Like yeah. The Earth, uh, there's like, like Earth the Green Lantern or something, core like that. or something like that. And it was like it was like released after this. There, the HBO show that is in development for HBO Max. Uh, which whatever the fuck HBO Max like their, their new streaming service uh, great to stream will be like featuring two Green Lanterns from Earth and Sinestro so Sick. yeah that'll be interesting and obviously they couldn't figure out which Green Lantern to go with so that that's why they're probably doing two yeah because uh, nobody so, wants to snub Jon Stewart Green Lantern because he's a fucking awesome Green Lantern yeah but they're probably not ballsy enough to just do uh, an African American Green Lantern. They, they fucked up because they should have cast Idris Elba. And they should have too man. busy in Suicide Squad. They should have, and they should have just fucking like they should have just rolled with a John Stewart Green Lantern. Green Lantern. I feel like that kind of almost oversaturates that potential. I, I, I hope they still use him. Use oh, John Stewart they is better. fantastic. He is. He's like he's one like I mean Hal Jordan's like. Cool. He's like one of the you know he's the original. Hal Jordan has that. He's but, Hal Jordan is the like in the public conscience Green Lantern. Yeah, but John, I feel like John Stewart just like visual. Like I feel like uh, especially in the context of like making like visuals, cool CGI visuals. He's like an architect and he builds these really elaborate constructs with his ring, and that'd be yeah. really cool to see on on screen. There's a bit more. So, Create creative potential. Yeah, in that. Hal Jordan's just kind of more of like a personal character. I guess. The brute. Yeah. And so, anyway, whatever. It's just interesting because they're building that fucking. They're actively building that and and they've actively made everything cohesive, which is just nuts. And I feel like they're like the Joker is is part of that. Like I feel like like this movie's established a very specific like timeline. Uh, yeah, and like I mean, now that you've or seen not. it, we we or not, but but even Jared, even uh, fucking Phillips, Todd Phillips, has been like <laughs> Jared Leto, <laughs> Jared Leto. Uh, even Todd Phillips has has said now that he's not like necessarily shying away from the idea of following up on this story. So okay, which might be beating a horse to death, but yeah. like so, I just want to just first off, yeah, how and deep spoilers all but immediately. <laughs> uh, deep spoilers the, <laughs> the end of the movie yeah 
the end of the was movie. was it a hallucination or not? Was it was yeah. it him? Was it in his mind or not? Yeah, but that's the, he's back in the asylum at the end. Yeah. it looks like. And yeah, exactly. It looks like he's there's that like there's that shot in the movie of him like briefly when he's and when he was maybe like first in the asylum yeah. and he's like beating his head against a wall and yeah. he's like he's like in that same kind of white uniform, that yeah. same kind of environment that he is at the end of the movie. Yeah, and it it kind of makes you think maybe this is all just like the jo- like the Joker telling a story. Yeah, basically. So like what, his version of how he came to be. So maybe what that is to me is, especially when she asks, he's laughing to himself, and the therapist goes, "What's where, what's the joke?" And he, he goes, "You don't get it." And it just hard cuts to mm-hmm. Bruce Wayne above his parents' bodies. Yeah. Which when that fucking happened in the movie, I was like, "Oh shit!" It's fucking gnar. I was like, "Fucking Christ!" The um, the. He's like, you you won't get it. Yeah. And I was like, fuck, like this is after the riots and stuff. Mm-hmm. To me, that's what I immediately thought. I'm like, this is after the riots. They have him in an insane asylum. Yeah. Especially afterwards when he's tracking blood on the floor. Yeah. I was like, he killed her and he's trying to get out. Well and that well and that's kind of it. It looks like this it doesn't even look like he's trying to get out necessarily. It looks like he's just he's just doing he's just doing it for the sport of it at the end of the yeah. fucking movie. Well, he's, being, he's, he's being comically like in a scooby doo fucking it's very joker. Ch- he's like getting chased from like room to room from like hall like down the hallway, yeah. like running away from these security guards after fucking murdering yeah. the psychiatrist. Like when, which is but like a totally Joker, Joker thing. He's just the embodiment of chaos and at that's, the end of it. And that's the thing that makes me think about it. like, like maybe his like maybe he was just like uh, maybe it's all just like a fucking thing in his mind or a story that he's just like. like I think spinning I think and bits and pieces are. Yeah, you know? I, I think so. I think some. Of but it, I think like, a lot of it is actually yeah, an origin story, which reminds me of uh, the Killing Joke, where yeah. where it's this it's this beautiful story of how like the of a potential origin for the joker yeah. it's the closest thing you have until like i'd say are you this movie until now like Would the joker's you? origin like i think it's always most, been fluid i think the most agreed upon thing is that he's a person that fell into the lazarus pit and went nuts not even that really not even that not even the lazarus pit these like it, like it, there's been def- different tales of him just falling into like vats of acid at, yeah. at, at like different like chemical plat yeah factors. Well, what I what I mean is that there's like, that there's the comic that shows this dude in like the 1800s the fucking huge gaping smile mm-hmm. and like and that's that's just a whole other thing that's yeah. what I that's what I've heard so much about but, like, I mean it's this it, movie is the most concrete thing we got and it makes an explicit point to say that like his relationship with the one girl is was completely in his mind oh yeah. Like, yeah, they had exactly. met in passing, and he'd fictionalized everything about their relationship. Exactly. Like, they... So there's the... So that wouldn't be unfeasible to say that this could be maybe not all reality. Yeah. Uh, but... I feel but, like the... And something that you said in previous episodes, after you watched it, was that it starts you in a place where you're like, mm. the dude's doing horrible things, but you, don't you can't f- not feel bad for him. Yeah, dude. Like, like when he killed those three dudes on the exactly. train... You I didn't feel bad for them, which they were assholes. Which makes you th- like, I mean, like, exactly. Like you, you, it it pulls you in these different directions right away. Yeah. Like the first opening scene, we saw part of it in the trailer, but I didn't think it was going to be the opening scene. Yeah. It was him getting smashed in the fucking face and jumped by those like hooligans in the fucking right, alley. And by those kids. And it's just like it's such a violent way of start of your introduction to that character <laughs> that you're just like, fuck, dude. Like that. This this is the best thing you can show me right away. Like this, so like, about how this person has to live. And like, it's like, and it's showing off the just. 
just like civil decay of Gotham as well. Oh yeah, dude. Like it it, it really does a number painting a fucking like good picture of like how Gotham isn't I mean, you hear it all the time in the comics and, like, in canon, how Gotham is just, like, it's this, like, terrible shithole for people that are poor, basically. Yeah. Like, the rich live a lavish life and everybody else, it's like this multi-tiered system that's really obvious in Gotham City. And so, like, this really, like, 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 paints that picture. And also, like, it has something very interesting to say about disabilities and mental health. Absolutely. The fact of, like... I looked up the name of the the mental condition that that he supposedly would have in in the movie. Oh, for the laughter? It's called Pseudo-Bulbar... Pseudo-Bulbar Effect. It's like... Yeah, PBA. It's like... It's also referred to as emotional incontinence. Fair enough. Yeah, it's like emotional constipation. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, um... I mean, like... Not to laugh at it, but, like... It's it's funny. It's an interesting fucking aspect to that character. Yeah. He... I mean, it's the whole thing of... He is a person failed by a system and by a society that should be caring for him more. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's like, while he does do these horrible things, you're like, he's fucked up. But is it really his fault? Yeah, but, like, he's... Is it... Or is he a product of his environment? Yeah. You know I would I mean? argue he's a product of his environment. And that's what that movie and wants you to, like, paints the, it paints that picture for and you. And it brings right? up a very interesting thing about um, the Waynes as well. Like, mm. do you think he was the child of, of uh, Thomas Wayne? Do I think he was? Um, that, that's... I'm honestly, that's I'm the, so torn about that. That's because the one thing I'm still, like, really ambiguous they about. They really, like, build that up, and then all of a sudden they, t- like, they instantly poke a hole in it. And you're just like, they I was poke, just like, I was just like, wait a second, wait a second. But then, but then after they poke a hole in it, he's, he finds the picture that has, like, I always love your smile from, mm. from Thomas Wayne. I was like, fuck. So, like, I, I don't... I, I feel like it was just Thomas Wayne being a shitty person. Yeah. And I feel like he wasn't... He, I feel like he is the... He possibly is the son... But, but then at the same just, time, it, do, it doesn't matter. It, it's the fact that yeah, he it, never got a concrete answer which is why he went nuts. Exactly. Like, and that, that was an interesting point to me, uh, was, that, was that you didn't need that answer. Yeah. You just needed that conflict. Yeah. And that, like, and that was the breaking yeah, point. And, and like, honestly, like, I, don't walk, I didn't walk away like, wanting to know, necessarily. Yeah. That wasn't like, the thing that like, it was, like, I latched onto you. But like, there's a lot of things like that yeah. that were like, huge moments. It's like, Bruce like, Wayne is... No, not Bruce Wayne. Thomas Wayne's a fucking asshole. Yeah, like, and up Al- close. And up, even up close. You that find dude out who Thomas I'm assuming is dick. Alfred... Oh, yeah. <laughs> ...was extremely dismissive of it. Yeah. And, oh, like, I also wanted to point out that, like, Alfred... Should have been able to kick Arthur Arthur Fleck's ass. Oh, he man. looked like, like he looked like he could, dude. Like Arthur, there's no way that Arthur Fleck is like physically imposing. No, like I think, <laughs> I think the only reason he got he got a jump on Alfred was because it was, he was yeah. quicker. I just feel and like just that, that, he, that whole Alfred's like prepared. that whole like interaction should have just ended with like him Alfred clapped. like giving him a haymaker to the head and yeah. like, he's down. Yeah. I mean, totally, <laughs> but. but, but <laughs> But like, I mean, argue like that—that that is like even up for contest in some circles of like whether or not he even was there, like yeah. interacting necessarily with Bruce Wayne. Which I thought that was like one of the more like surreal scenes to me. Yeah, that like, was. Interesting. I, I can't yeah. imagine a child just like, standing there taking that shit. They're like, why? Why would you let this like stranger like walk up and like put his fingers in your mouth like, hey kid, you need to smile more. Yeah. Like, what the I was, fuck, dude? Yeah, a lot of this movie was just like. I don't know. I haven't been eight weirdly, in a while or whatever. But, like, that was, like that, that, I wouldn't. I wouldn't like put up with that. Like, I mean, like a lot of this movie was like weirdly surreal moments, mm. and like it's shot beautifully. Yeah, it has I mean, a it, it has a score that goes back and forth between like lightheartedness uh-huh. and like these up. Chipper songs, like, like, oh, and yeah. then dropping into these like minor, just like soundscapes that yeah. really just like 
send a chill down your spine. It it was it it's just it was such a well produced movie. It's like, it, I'm confident this is gonna be the first fucking comic book movie to win like a best picture. I mean, I it's gonna win some. It's a better movie. Sure, though, it's a better movie Academy than Logan, year. and I feel but like Logan was like from a technical true. perspective the best comic book movie made so far. I yeah. Or most dramatic. I, yeah, fair. I mean, yeah, fair enough. Um, but this, I mean, he's already. Joaquin Phoenix obviously already won the Golden Globe for Best Actor. He seems very unenthusiastic. I love that clip. He was just like, "Oh shit, can't <laughs> fucking do this." Yeah, like, oh man, he's, I have to he seems like an actor but, that's done with Hollywood. But I mentioned it on the last one. But like, look up, look up his speech. It's actually pretty, pretty fucking great. Yeah, uh, but like, the, the interesting thing about this movie is, and you were bringing it up before the before the show was that it, if the timeline is set in the eighties, which I believe it is, yeah, this could easily set up that like idea of a connection to the Robert Pattinson Matt Reeves Batman coming up fuck it why not why the fuck not dude that's gonna be set in the 90s <laughs> yeah. like like it it might as well like at this might point as well and be I th- Robert Pattinson like a like he Robert Pattinson's gotta be like 27 right I don't know he's make him like, I feel like because how do you think 30. how do you think how old do you think Bruce Wayne is in this movie in, in this movie coming up yeah he's definitely gonna be in his like, in either his probably mid to late 20s yeah like, I feel like not that, not late twenties. Late twenties would be pushing it. For I feel like if they made this movie now. like early eighties, like yeah. the cars look early eighties as well. Like it, like yeah. late seventies, early. It does. 80s. It, it does. It has. And, like, well, it has like an interesting vibe to it. Fifteen years. Yeah, yeah, it's sort of ambiguous the timeline. Yeah, but like I mean, I think I I read that they're, they they like put it down as eighty yeah. something. You make that jump fifteen years. Let's say Bruce Wayne in this film is like seven or eight. Yeah. Jump it fifteen years. You got like a twenty three to twenty five year yeah. old. Which Batman. which Pattinson could play? Yeah, definitely. I mean, like that's the only thing is like, oh, well, Joaquin Phoenix's Joker age. I mean, like Joaquin Phoenix, he he'll do whatever the fuck he wants. Like <laughs> yeah, but you could still argue, you could still paint the idea that like that like jo- that Joaquin Phoenix Joker, it not only has left like a a, a, a attitude, a mindset amongst yeah. some pe- some people in Gotham. very obviously a very unless obvious that was I mean, another, unless that was another fucking vision of his too the whole revolt the whole like yeah. idea of like yeah people running with a joker persona that became that you know, which was like, crazy like, but at the same time why it was people, totally believable do you see why people that uh like in places like china and like uh iran and like other places that are having active protest why they would be oh, not f- so stoked to see joker masks pop up Dude, fuck like, yeah. If people actually... Watch it, watching that, I was like, this shit makes sense. Yeah, dude. Well, because like people are protesting for like very... I very mean, similar and, reasons yeah, to why I mean, those people that, are protesting. That's one of the reasons why that movie, the Joker movie, why it caught fl- uh, some flack was because it was like so... It was so relevant. Way, it was so relevant. Yeah. But so... I mean, but it's still like comic booky this and a, this like Joker aspect. But, dude, like, this is it was a just, vigor we've never had on matinee edition. Yeah, it, well... <laughs> Good movies do it. Yeah. Dude, fucking Christ. Uh, like, but this, like, this movie, and I think, interestingly, if they do tie it in with Batman, yeah. it leads to Jeez, a very again, interesting... So yeah, it leads to such an interesting potential character dynamic. Yeah. Because everything that Batman lives by, that he, the mentality that he inherited, in quotes, mm-hmm. from his father, it's all a lie. His father was... Ex- Thomas Wayne was extremely dismissive. Yeah. Of the people of Gotham. He didn't give yeah. a fuck. Yeah, it looked, it looked like he was one of those, like, you know... He was a politician telling people exactly. what they wanted to hear. Exactly. So he wasn't legitimately a caring person. But because he died at such an impressionable time for Bruce, mm-hmm. that's all Bruce knows. Yeah. So the Batman is pretty much built off of this lie that only he believes and that 
older people than him are going to just tell him isn't true. Yeah. Which leads to, like, that could be a fucking brilliant noir film. Yeah, I mean, that could be a very, like, interesting, like, identity crisis for Batman while yeah. he's, like, having to find an identity. Dude, you know imagine I mean? like, the fucking cheers in a theater if we have a Batman movie and right at the end we get a Joaquin Phoenix Joker cameo. <laughs> it'll, like, be, it'll be like it'll be like Woody Harrelson popping up at the end of Venom as Carnage. It's Joker time! <laughs> <laughs> it's time for Carnage! Oh, that'd be so fucking great. But I think they can do it, man. And that, and honestly, that movie was fucking excellent. Like I, I was blown away. I, I was, was not, yeah. and like it, this. This is also crazy to me. What's Todd Phillips's other most acclaimed films? The Hangover. It's The Hangover. Also, Anchorman. Exactly. I mean, that's what I mean. Like these movies. His, his only he's other. A, he's a comedy director, dude. His only other relatively serious film was The Big Short from a few years ago, mm. which is a movie that I love. It's about? it's about the um the people that it's sort of a comedy, very in the alley of uh, like the Wolf of Wall Street. Okay. But it's about the people that shorted so uh, bet against the U.S. economy oh. going into the economy crash in two thousand eight. Yeah, I think I actually wanted to catch it. Wasn't it? it's like it's Steve Carell's in it? Yeah, right? Steve Carell's yeah. in it. Um, there's a handful of phenomenal yeah, actors. Yeah. It was very that, critically that's what drew me to it. I was like, that cast looks fucking excellent. It's very it was very critically acclaimed, and it does a great job of. Uh, of bolting down these broad, difficult-to-understand financial concepts mm. in a way that makes it digestible to everyone. And nice. it also is a very cautionary tale, but at the same time, like, that was his only foray into, like, relatively dramatic filmmaking, yeah. and that was a very serious film. Yeah, well, and that's, I mean, that, that brings me to the point of, like, you know, life is two things, right? Comedy or drama. Yeah. And, and sometimes you get the best drama. You get the best drama from comedy. You get yeah. and that's why you like. I mean, look at comedians. Like, comedians, like comedians find a way to turn the, most the darkest shit yeah. into something that's digestible and funny the and most, understandable um, for the masses. And that's why I he feel was like able to pull this shit off. I dude. feel like comedians are the best writers in the world. Absolutely, I feel. I I wouldn't disagree. Have with that. Have you seen I, his I, interviews when he's talking about why he made Joker? It's no, because what? he could make a comedy saying the same thing and projecting the same message as Joker. But it would be torn apart yeah. for being politically incorrect yeah. and joking about the wrong stuff. So he made a drama. Yeah. Well, and this this is a way of like, and uh, people are afraid of this. This yeah. is a way of like pointing out some really obvious fucking shit that's really relevant today. Yeah. In this in this what, uh, in what? this superhero genre that has been that become like a main um like a main appeal to the masses, yeah. and which is like what was the most like still. Amongst like the the awesome production, amongst the amazing performances, yeah, I still can step like stepping away and being like, wow, dude, like I can't believe that they pulled off this story under the guise of like a fucking superhero movie. Yeah, you know, know what I mean? Like, it I just mean, blows like, me away. Like, it's sort of, it yeah, it's fucking nuts. And the it's even crazier that they were able to cross over Domino. Am I right? Oh fuck. <laughs> I mean, like, all, all, again, all jokes like, aside, like, the themes of this movie when it comes to, like, civil unrest, mm -hmm. politics, the and the bullshit that goes on behind it, uh, mental, mental health, yeah. uh, just treating people with disabilities. The, the, this, yeah, the dismissiveness that culture has towards people with mental health like, and disabilities. At, like, the, at the end, when he when he kills Robert De Niro's character, oh, who yeah. we were talking about before, Dude, I actually whole... thought, like, his entire, his entire, like, being a dick to him was sort of an act, because when he saw him behind... Like backstage, he was relatively polite, at least. Yeah, I mean, and, yeah, totally. I, I mean, I, I feel like yeah, we were t we were talking about it. like I just I, I like the idea that like maybe it wasn't he wasn't like 
the, he wasn't the least e- evil uh, person. He was, yeah, the, he was like the least evil person or yeah. least like assholeish person to yeah. Arthur Fleck and that whole thing. And even but even though like he was, there was still a layer to him that was an asshole. Yeah. For his own gain. Yeah. And that totally. was like one of the points of, of the character. It's just like why the fuck is like as my life so sacrificed yeah. for everybody else's gain? It's so crazy though. At the beginning of the movie he's this insecure, sad man, and you see him take the Joker persona mm-hmm. and become so confident. Yeah, and that was like the, but that was like the the eeriest thing about it. Yeah, like, you're, like, it takes, you're seeing it this takes man this coming extreme, into his own. Like, yeah. Oh, and also, man. dude, the scene where but the scene where he kills like the other clown dude. Oh, his apartment? Shit, yeah. yeah. With the... With the with I wasn't the, actually expecting that to happen. Neither but, was but I. But when it did, I was like, holy fuck. <laughs> and, but, and the other dude, the other, the other disabled man, yeah. he was like, you're the only person that treated me normally. And he goes and opens the door for him. Yeah. I was like, what a fucking but scene. Powerful right there. Powerful. Like, like to witness that happen to your other, to this other person right in front of you, friend or not, and then to like turn around and just be like, thank you, basically. Yeah, like I don't mind. Like, I'm not not necessarily thank you, but like but I'm like, not gonna hurt you. Yeah, like you you, like, you don't deserve this. Yeah, like that. That's the like, other. I was saying something about that whole like the whole story. And like, I was thinking that from the get go, I was yeah. like, that dude is the only one that's treating him with a shred of respect. I feel, and it's yeah. because he was mocked his entire life because of his height. Yeah, and like, fuck, it's it's insane to me what this movie did. And even with um Zaze Beats's character, the mm-hmm. girlfriend that like yeah. she didn't seem like a bad she not was, girlfriend. Not not a girlfriend. Not girlfriend. Just that was woman he saw in the elevator. Yeah. And like she wasn't a bad person. Yeah. Like and they made that pretty clear. Like she's just trying to raise a kid and so, she was scared of him. Uh I wanna point out one like one more thing. We're getting we're close, close to like fifty five minutes, so we're gonna wrap it up here. Oh boy. Um the the scene where where you know, he goes on to Murray's talk show. Yeah, yeah. Or he goes That's on to Robert Demo's yeah. talk show. Um was like it was so reminiscent to me of Frank Miller's uh, the Dark Knight Returns, yes. where, where Joker kills, I mean, not to like that extreme, but like he kills like a whole studio audience on live television. Yeah. While like. With like you, Joker, yeah. Joker talks to him, whatever? Yeah, like, yeah, with yeah, like yeah. Joker talks to him. But like, just like, it was just an interesting call to that. Yeah. And uh, I thought it, it was just such to a, the same effect. It really did. And, but I didn't, you didn't necessarily think that he was going to fucking off Robert De Niro. I thought. You thought all the buildup was he was going to go on there and shoot himself. Yeah. And that was, like, the interesting, like, turning point where you knew that, like... Oh, he's past the point of return. Yeah, like, he's just, like, there's no, like, there's almost, like, no stopping this idea, this, like, person, this, like, thing. Like, he's just, he's gonna keep getting away with whatever. I'll be, I'll be real. who goes on TV and just off somebody and then... Robert De Niro was doing some class A reporting there from a comedian. (laughs) Let's be real. He (laughs) He was, like, he was asking some questions. Some hard-hitting questions. Some hard-hitting questions. Although, also, Mark, Mark, uh, Moran, Moran, excuse me, Moran. Mark Moran, the comedian who yeah. has that like awesome podcast. Yeah, uh, he was like hyped for like this role that he had in this movie, and his like he was basically like the assistant that like introduced <laughs> <laughs> Arthur to the Joker. It's like, I was like I was like this is like the big thing. This is it. Like it's cool. He's a cool, dude. No no hate. But I was just like this seems so like inappropriately hyped, <laughs> dude. Uh, but Christ. overall, man. Movie, movie blew my fucking dick off in the most like brilliant fucking and we way. Can, dude, we like, can make a whole other podcast. I mean, like about this. We, we we just talked like thirty minutes about this thing, basically. <laughs> like it just it just like it. Yeah, if you haven't seen it, you obviously have to see it. I feel uh, like coming just, up, 
like say what we will about the Oscars, we'll have to like pick up and watch a few of the highly acclaimed movies, at least of last year. Oh yeah, and definitely talk, some do good an episode. Ones, There's definitely some good ones. Like, I, I still need to watch Parasite. Just Parasite, yeah, yeah. Parasite Spencer, shout out to Spencer Stolt, uh, yeah. gay Jeniferous, I guess. Jeniferous. Jeniferous. Uh, I always say it wrong the first time. Oh boy, there it is. He keeps telling me to watch Parasite, so maybe we have to talk about. He that. He also told me Uncut Gems is one of the best movies he's seen in a long yeah, time. Yeah, which which it was snubbed this year. Ooh. It didn't get any fucking nominations. Either way, episode thirty-two in the books. Watch Joker. Watch Joker. Don't listen to that. Wait, listen to this. Don't watch it. That's what I was going to say. It's not watch it after watching. And uh, you know, goodbye.